Hi, I'm Ali, and this is What Would Sappho Say, the podcast where I read as many sapphic novels as I can, and I share my reviews with you, so that you can spend your time and your money on literature you'll actually enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to What Would Sappho Say, I'm Ali. Uh, this week's book, we have You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. I got a lot of feedback for this book, and obviously I, I had a look at the, the reviews on, on Goodreads, and people were phenomenally impressed with this book. People seem to really, really enjoy it and really like it. Um, and so I was very excited to get to the bottom of what made this book so special to everybody. And did I do just that? Oh my God, this book. The more we get into the episode, the more you realise this book is absolutely amazing. I'm going to try my best to keep the spoilers out, um, as I always do. I try not to give you too much, um, just enough that you know what you're getting into, but not so much that we spoil the the story. So I'm going to do my best, but I might get carried away. And if I do, I apologise, but this book blew my mind. Um, to give you the, the plot, um, our main character is Liz. And the first line of the synopsis on the back of the book is this. Liz has always believed she's too black, too poor and too awkward to shine. So I think that line sums up really well what this book is going to cover. And that's just the first line of the synopsis. <laughs> um, so Liz is 17. Um, she is in her last year of high school in Indiana, I believe. It's high school, isn't it? Yeah. I get so confused with the American school system. Anyway, um, she's in her last year. And uh, she is looking for a scholarship into university. Uh, she's a musician. And so she's looking to get a scholarship into university through music because her family doesn't have a lot of money. She's raised by her grandparents. So there's not a lot of money there for her to pay her tuition into university. Um, unfortunately, within the first two chapters, you realise that Liz doesn't receive the scholarship and so she decides that she's going to run for prom queen because in her school, um, the title of prom queen comes with its perks. And one of those is money or scholarship towards her education. Um, and her education is obviously very important to her. She wants to have and her grandparents want her to have the best opportunities in life, as always. So um, she is trying desperately to to get the money and the scholarship to get into uh, into university. And it's actually her brother's suggestion uh, to do this. And she's a little bit reluctant because, as you can tell by the first line um, of the synopsis, Liz is a little bit awkward. She's a little bit introverted. Um, she doesn't really put herself out there much. Um, she doesn't trust necessarily the people around her. She has her main group of friends um, and then there's some other characters in there that we get to know throughout the book. But uh, the, the main the the main point is this, is that she wants to get a scholarship or money to get into university through uh, running for prom queen. Along this, she also meets a girl named Mac or Amanda. And Mac is also running for prom queen. So the, the story is if... The competition is going to affect their courtship of each other. Uh, so Mac comes into it somewhere not too far in, but not very early on. But um, the the relationship between these two girls isn't necessarily the main focal point. 
So it's a little bit um, like the Fallen in Love montage where it's not just about the love story between these two girls. It's very much a coming of age story. Uh, there's a lot of life lessons and things in there. While also alongside two girls falling in love. It's great. <laughs> um, and as as the story and the, the, the different plots move, everything sort of, uh, uh, just like the Fallen in Love montage that I said, everything clicks together. Each story impacts the next. Um, which means that our story develops really, really well. It's it's so well paced. Everything that happens connects to the next thing, um, and it's it's written almost like a movie. I would kill to see this on screen. I would absolutely love to watch this in a movie. I think it would be. I mean, it could also work as a a TV show. Now that I think about it, but. Either way, I would love to see it live in action. It would be, it just, it would transpire so well. Um, so in saying that, I know we had a conversation uh, with Reen a couple of weeks ago um, in our second episode about something to talk about. And, and we had a conversation about how well the, the dialogue and the the background, like description and things, how well they were done and how well they could be changed into a, a script I, I feel the exact same about this book and um, this the description and the dialogue is so well balanced and so well done um, you get a lot of inner thoughts especially from Liz a lot of her feelings you see her work through some of the things that she's dealing with whether it's with, with Mac or with her scholarship or with her grandparents or her friends, whatever it is that she's dealing with, you're very clued in to what's going on and you can see everything happening. So this that means that I, I know an issue that I've had over the last couple of books is that we haven't really been able to see our characters fully grow and connect and fall for each other. That's not the case with this book. You get to see all of that and it's absolutely brilliant and it's written from Liz's perspective but in the way that Mac is described and the things that she says you can also very clearly see where her feelings are going and progressing and moving and and you can see them start to click it's it's really nice and so we do get that clear information um and and you you feel clued in and like you can really see what's going on it's very easy to, easy bleh, to picture what's going on um it's very easy to imagine and so it makes it so much more enjoyable to read because you can fully engage yourself imagination wise and obviously what you're reading um it is effortlessly funny um it's clever it's heartwarming, it's really gentle, the things that happen are really honest and they're things that I think there, there's something in this book that every single person can pick up and say that happened to me or I've seen that or I've been through that or even learned something from it and um, it might have an impact on, on something that's happening currently to somebody because there's so much in this book it is it is obviously a young adult novel and I feel like if I read this when I was 17 years old I would have had less to go through <laughs> because all of the things 
that Liz learns throughout this book in her family relationships, in her relationships, in her friendships, in her um, sort of societal movements and socialising skills. She learns a lot of that as well. Um, a lot of which would have been really handy to know when I was 17. Um, but I guess it's great that I know it now because um, I actually learned a lot of stuff from this book myself about my current life <laughs> um so it's not my age group but it certainly impacted me uh to no end uh i laughed i cried i wanted a hug uh it this book became my friend um i it absolutely became my friend it was such a heartwarming gentle and and uh, honest story and the way it was written was so brilliantly done that you felt like a fly on the wall. You almost felt like you were experiencing everything with Liz. Um, I think the main thing that made this book so great to me and uh, and that made it my friend was because of how light-hearted but also real it was. Liz is a, a very relatable uh, an honest character there's nothing that we have to sort of figure out about her the author gives us the information that we need and that we look for and and gives it to us as at the right time as well so even the pacing of mac and liz's relationship is fabulous it's done so well there's moments where we don't see them interacting with each other but the author always brings it back at the right time and we always see it happen at the right time so their their first kiss their first encounter like their me cute their their first date it all happens obviously at different times and well paced out through the book but they happen at the perfect moments you're never left wanting more or like you're missing something and even the chapters where we're not seeing them interact and the story isn't about them, you forget because you're so invested in the story as a whole and as li- uh, invested in Liz as a person and as a, a teenager and a character. You're you're so invested in her and the things she's going to learn and live through and deal with. Uh, and I think that's what makes it so enjoyable is that it's real, but also very... But also very gentle. There's a lot of stories that go on. There isn't just Liz and Mac or Liz and her family. There's there's plenty of things that go on. Liz has um a fr- uh, or an old friend Jordan who she used to be friends with, but something happens between the two of them and they're not friends anymore. And you see her kind of reluctantly uh, reconnect with Jordan. He's he's a brilliant character. The other thing about this book is we have a villain in the story, um, as we all do in high school or in secondary school. We have an enemy. Liz has an enemy. And that girl, Rachel, is the only character that we really dislike. Um, And the school principal, but when you read the book, you'll understand why. I'm not going to tell you why, because I don't want to give out spoilers, but we don't like him. But there isn't a character in Liz's life other than Rachel. That we that we genuinely dislike. There isn't an unlikable character in her friends, in her family, in her school, like some of the teachers and things. They're all really likable and they all care about Liz. And I, I think that's really nice. I would have loved to have a, a group of friends like that when I was in 
in school when I was 17, 18. That's just not some of our stories. But it's obviously as we grow as teenagers, friendships, you know, we go in and out of them. They they aren't very steady all the time. Things happen. We have arguments. We fall out. We become friends again. And that all happens through this book. And it's all very, very real. Um, now, if I'd have learned the lessons that Liz le- learned from those scenarios, I wouldn't be having to learn them now. But I am. <laughs> Though I am glad that I am learning them while also reading something very enjoyable. Um, but as uh, as I said, it is really, really funny as well. There's a lot of heavy moments. Obviously, as I said, Liz, Liz's mom isn't around anymore. And that's a very heavy subject. And it's quite sad, but it's also really nice at the same time. And I sobbed at it. I also found it really heartwarming. Um, I found it really relatable. I don't know what it is about me and reading books, but they, there's so many of them recently that have all lined up with whatever it is that's going on in life at the moment. Uh, as I said, when I was reading the Fallen in Love montage, my grandfather was um, in a facility with Alzheimer's and Saoirse's mom had dementia. Liz has to obviously learn a lot about her grief with her mom. I'm not doing it with my mom, but I'm certainly having to learn and deal through grief, which is great. <laughs> um, so there's, a, there's so many things that even as somebody who is a little bit older than the demographic that this book is aiming for, I still got so much. I learned so much from this book. And as I said, if I had had this book when I was 17, 16, I, 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 I would have felt like I had a friend then. This book could have been my friend. I there's there's a moment in this book where Liz learns that there's there's a reason that she feels that who she is isn't enough. That her financial uh, situation isn't good enough. Her skin color doesn't make her good enough. Her awkwardness and her inability to socialize isn't isn't enough for people. And the fact that she's queer isn't enough for people. And she is hiding a lot of stuff. She has disguised herself through her appearance so that people don't notice her. And I I, I, I honestly felt choked reading the moments where she's talking about the way she changed her appearance in order to go unnoticed. The way she felt that who she was had to be suppressed in order for her to survive or be heard or be seen. I... Because of that, when I was in school, had the same issue in in that things weren't good enough for the people around me. And I wasn't going to have loads of friends or succeed because of my personality or my sexuality or any of those things. And so I, I obviously spent a lot of time reading and, and things like that to keep me company. This book, I feel, could have been my best friend in school and so that was something I really liked as I was this book allowed me to connect back to that age and see a lot of my own insecurities come through in in her character and I think anybody who reads this book is going to find that um, is going to find at least one of the characters that they feel they were when they were 16, 17 years of age. 
there's there's somebody for everybody in this book and and I really like it our characters are all of them apart from Rachel but villains don't need that much background they all have background stories they ha- they all have fabulous development and growth and they learn a lot and you can see them learn by the way they interact with each other the things that they do the things that they get involved in their their small behaviors you see them learn you see Liz grow and learn that she as a person is enough so long as she's enough to herself and nobody gets to dictate that you see that especially when it comes to her relationship with Mac because she gives Mac a lot of her trust. She sort of expresses herself a little bit more around Mac in, in the clothes that she wears, the music that she listens to and the things that she says or the things that she talks about. You can tell that she's learning to be a bit freer and accepting herself as enough um, alongside her relationship with Mac. And I think that's really nice. I obviously believe we shouldn't need necessarily somebody else to tell us that we're enough. But we always need somebody there to lean on that can say the things you believe about yourself are right. And I think Mac does that for Liz. She learns it on her own, but she gets um, sort of the support in those notions from Mac, which I think is absolutely fabulous I don't think there's anything wrong with that but all as I said all of our characters are likable and they're likable because they're so well developed and they learn from the things that happen and the mistakes that are made or the things that are said and done um, so they're all really enjoyable to experience in the one story and there's so much that happens through the whole book it's and as I said everything relates back to the next we we learn so much about family. There's a really nice moment where Liz has a conversation with her grandmother about expectations and Liz is the older sibling in her house. And so she takes a lot of the responsibility on herself, especially because her mother's not around and she feels like she has to help the family uh, because of their financial situation and her her brother and um she takes a lot of that on board and there's a really nice conversation that she has with her grandmother about that and it's something that I I think a lot of people are going to going to feel connected to um a little bit like uh the way everybody's really connected to Louisa in Encanto at the minute because she's the older sibling that takes on everybody's stuff um Liz also does the same in this book it's it was nice to see a healthy form of communication when it came to those things because I think a lot of the time we don't know how to have those conversations or we're afraid to have them or we don't have the words we don't know how this book demonstrates a really good way of having that conversation and a really nice way of communicating with somebody about those things Um, and so it I think that's going to benefit a lot of people who read it even if they don't realise it at the time. Um, But there's a lot in this book that you can relate to. I I usually use um, a green uh, coloured tab to mark a moment that I think is really relatable in a book. And there's so many green tabs in this book, I had to go and get more. (laughs) Um, So there was a lot of them. Uh, Because there's so many characters and so many different stories, that means that 
there's plenty of different situations or or life situations that we can connect, kind of connect ourselves to and, and feel seen or heard or understood. And there's a really nice story uh, in there about Liz coming out because she's not officially out because of the town that she lives in. It's a little bit more conservative. And so it tackles that. So um, it actually tackles... I think this book, the idea of stereotypes, everybody in this book is so different from each other. And there's characters in it that you think, I think they might be kind of gay. And then you realise, no, they're not. And the characters that you don't think are turn out to be. And it, it sort of tackles that in a way, in the idea of a stereotype. But it also tackles homophobia and being able to change our mindsets and ad- adapt to the the changes of the world and norm making things uh, or normalizing things um and so it tackles that head on and, and it's done in a really good way it's not in a way of like you know sometimes we see homophobic stories that make us a little bit uncomfortable or sort of cliche this is done slightly differently and very clever it's done really really well and it's although the characters that were involved in the homophobia I just didn't like them <laughs> uh but I still it, it may it annoyed me as in the homophobia is horrible but I, I still wanted to read it I still wanted to keep going with the story it didn't stop me from keeping on pushing through the story because it was done so well and at no moment do you feel like it wasn't handled properly. It was, the author does a fabulous job of tackling those issues head on and very bluntly and very blatantly. I can't tell you enough that you need to go and buy this book. I It is the funniest, gentlest, most honest and most relatable book I've come across. I have books that I that I read every year because I enjoy them so much. This book is something else. This book is mind blowing in the in the best way possible. It's full of surprises. It's full of quirks. It's full of uh, there's a little bit of mystery in there, all of which is wrapped up really well at the end. All of the stories um, and things that our characters do with throughout the story are wrapped up so brilliantly at the end. You're never left thinking but what about this or what about this or this doesn't make sense or this doesn't connect to this, like none of this adds up. Everything, everything adds up, everything connects, everything is finished and finalised properly and the surprises that come into it are so well-timed as well. You're not expecting them, but they make sense uh, time and wise. When they come into the story, they make sense and you love that they're there and you really appreciate them and they make the book really exciting. Um, so there's nothing in it that you're like, wait, what? I don't fully understand what's going on here or how does that connect to this? Everything in such a clever way makes sense and connects to each other. This book is going to be, it's going to be your friend in the same day that, in the same way that it's mine. And as I said, this would be amazing, amazing if it was on screen too. Like it could be adapted so well um I would I would I would just love to see it um so I'm gonna do my ratings I feel like they're pretty obvious (laughs) um plot 
I have given it a five. Story development, I have given it a five. Character development, I have given it a five. Stereotypes, as I say, there's there was none and the author actually tackles the ideas of stereotypes and social norms really well. So that also gets a five. And relatability also gets a five. So this book, hands down, five out of five. And I know that's the highest rating I can give. I would give it more, but that's not the system I've put in place. Um, But out of all the books I've read, this is hands down the best one so far. And I couldn't justify giving it any less than five in any situation because all of it is so intelligently done. It's so well written and well put together and well constructed. Um, All of our characters' backstories, uh, the things that they go through, the lessons they learn, the way they grow and mature all make sense. And as I said, anybody out there that's in the age bracket of this book, you could learn so much from this book. And even people beyond that age group, if you're not in school anymore, there's still stuff in this book for you to learn um, for families, for friendships, for relationships. There's something in there for everybody. And I think it's a book that it's written about two girls that are queer or are obviously our main character is queer. Um, and you can tell the detail and the care that went into that. But I think anybody could read this book. Anybody could read this book and really indulge themselves in it and get something out of it. And you are constantly wanting Liz and Mac to just be together. Um, it's something that I've sort of lacked in a, in a lot of the books that I've read. Obviously, they're all romantic novels. But there's been a couple of the books where I've been like, oh, I just don't really care about these two characters being together or, you know, they're not going to be together or they're not good for each other. And But this book... I loved it. There were there, the the queer relationship in this book was it added such a nice element to it, and it was done really well. And I wanted them to to end up together because I thought it was really cute and it was really mushy. And there's lots of really gentle moments. And as I said, you can see Liz begin to trust Mac, and she gets a little bit mushy, and she says a lot of cute things, and she lets her guard down. So they're it's it's just so lovely. It's such a fabulous, well put together book, and I can't, I can't fault it. I really can't. There's nothing in this book that I can say, no, I don't like that, or I'm not fond of this, or that could have been left out or done better. It, it's just fabulous. I I can't. I I I don't know what else to say about it. I have so many nice feelings about it. There is no word that I can find in the English vocabulary that sums up this book. But what I will tell you is that if it's not on your reading list, it should be, and it should be at the top, because there's so much to gain from this book. You'll laugh, you'll cry. If you're single, you'll want to not be. (laughs) Um, You'll enjoy the mush. It's not too intense. So it's ultimately the most enjoyable book I've I've read so far um tears and all <laughs> so um put this book on the top of your to read list um it's certainly going to stay at the top of mine for sure 
So my next book is going to be Four Dead Queens by Astrid Schultz. Um, I am going to have a guest with me on that. Um, it's sometimes it's lonely doing this by myself. <laughs> Just talking to myself. Um, so that's going to be my next book. If you have read it, yeah, or if you're currently reading it, please let me know. I've been getting loads of feedback off the last couple of books, so it's been really helpful putting these um, episodes together and especially the, the YouTube content as well. So if you've read that book or you're reading it, please let me know what you think, how you feel about it, what your opinions are. You could send me a private message if you don't want to put it on Twitter. Um, and I also have new YouTube content coming on Tuesday so keep an eye out on that if you want to head over to the Twitter and the YouTube channel and put the hit the notification button so you don't miss that um, but yeah this book is my best friend my next one is Four Dead Queens so let me know what you think about that and I will see you in two weeks you've been listening to What Would Sappho Say follow us on Twitter at www.sapphosay and use the hashtag WWSS to join in the conversation thank you for your support and remember when buying your next queer novel ask yourself what would Sappho say? <laughs>